welcome to the Imago Day podcast, brought to you by Redefine Table, a collaboration for empowering women. We are your host, Mo and Jane. We are a different type of dialogue, an authentic talk collaboration. So join us at the table. We save your seat. Melody Fabian, and I'm a native to Chicago, born and raised from the hood, and um, I am a mom of two daughters um, and a wife to an amazing husband, and um, I'm trying to see, what else am I doing? My husband and I, we co-lead a uh, house church, and so we have seven house churches, and we lead one of them. I am also part of Family Life, yes. where we do marriage conferences all over the U.S., and we speak to marriages. It's a three-day weekend called Weekend to Remember. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. It's awesome. Plug uh, in. Plug in. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then I'm also the founder of Warrior Princess Girls Conference, and it's a Ooh. conference for mom and daughters that we do annually, which basically activates uh, women's purpose and their identity, and young girls as well, ages 5 to 11. But this year, we're going to be extending it to teenagers as well. Yes. Special surprise. More deeds coming. Pray for that. Yes. So that. And then um, I also speak on healthy relationships with my husband all over the country. And then we disciple people all the time. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. So Miss Melody has a lot of amazing things that she has going on in her life. And so we're honored to have you. Thank you for I'm having so us. I'm so blessed to be here. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much yes. for uh, sitting at our table and joining us here. So we're we're just going to jump right in. Let's do it. Valentine is com- Valentine's Day is coming around. Mm, mm, and mm. we all know we all get in our ratchet feelings yes. sometimes. <laughs> we need to go from right, ratchetness to righteousness. We do. Yes, we, we all, do. We all do. Even <laughs> us married folks, you know, yeah. it happens. Yes. It happens. <laughs> so, okay. You have this amazing story. Why don't you start by telling us a bit about your story and what sticks out to you when you think of this topic, our hashtag, love be like. Okay. Man. Okay. Well, to give you a quick snippet, um, didn't grow up in church, came okay. to know the Lord around 12, um, grew up in a home that wasn't really serving the Lord, so kind of the Lord drew me at a young age. I'm very thankful for youth ministry, really grew up in that way. When I was about 14, my father, who I would see on the weekends, gets saved and starts, like, discipling me intentionally. Okay. Um, 15 years old, get baptized, but I am, like, boy crazy. Like, I am a flirt. I love boys. I got boyfriends <laughs> since 12, 13, 14, 15. Um, okay, my see. mom was, you know, she did her best. She was like, you can have a boyfriend in the house. I have to watch you. My dad's like, why does your mother let you have a boyfriend? So that was a battle. Um, so yeah, dated tons of boys through junior high, high school. Then 16, I get this program at our church about healthy relationships and purity. And they said, God created sex. I said, well, okay. I thought the devil created sex. 
And so I was like, this is all new news to me. Yes. And so I was like, wait, this is God's idea, but why are you tripping there? Like, let's do right. this. Like, what's wrong with sex? But it was in the context of a married relationship. And so getting a real good teaching on it really set my trajectory about purity. And so at 16, I made a commitment to safe sex until marriage. That decision came with a whole lot of spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. um, but I made that promise when I was 16. Tell us about that promise. How, how you make that promise? How does Ooh, one how make a promise? Yeah, boy crazy. Well, First Thessalonians chapter four talks about that it is the will of God for your sanctification, and I was like, oh, it is. Oh, it, this is not a, a, a option. This okay. is part of His will right. to be sanctified to walk in purity and purity is not just not having sex purity is your mind it's a mindset it's yeah. your heart mm-hmm. it's how you view people it's staying away from pornography it's staying away from movies and lust and all that and so learning all that i was like oh whatever's pure whatever is lovely think about these things mm-hmm. and don't awaken love until it's time don't awaken that sexual love until it's time wow that's good wow. Well, that's when you're married. I ain't married, but bro, I'm 16. Like, that's a long time from now. I don't right. know if I can do this. Yes. So it was very difficult for me to even think that I could wait. Yeah. And I knew no one mm. who waited. Okay. And there's nobody on TV waiting. Right. Nobody in the music. Anybody mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm waiting until marriage. Nobody's singing about that. <laughs> right? Right. right. <laughs> you know, I grew up with some other kind of music. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I was like, uh, yeah, you know, R&B. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just like, I, I don't, this doesn't, this sounds amazing, but how? And so it was like a dream was birthed in my heart Okay. in that moment. That's like mm. I could have a healthy marriage. I could wait until marriage. I could like have good sex with my husband mm. and my baby daddy will be my husband. Right. Not some dude who forgot my name, you know? Mm. And so this vision and dream opened up to me. And so shared it with my mom and my mom was not serving the Lord at the time. And she's like, what? You're not going to have sex to get married. I mama, you think a man's going to wait for you? Mm. I was like, I'm 16, you know? Yeah. And I said, yeah. She's like, one in a million, one in a million. And I thought, I'm going to get my one in a million. Okay. Like, I remember believing that at 16. And then she says, sweetheart, what if you get married and your sex life sucks? Wow. I was saying, Insert my eyes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my head, my socket. Mind you, I have a great mom. Yes. Who yes. loves, really yes. I love loves me. Yes. yes, yes. But in this moment, I knew that there was evil happening and that Ephesians 6 says, you know, you don't fight against flesh and blood, but principalities. And I was like, this is spiritual. Like this ain't even my mom right now. The way she's talking, this ain't even her. She don't even talk like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I felt the evil. I remember going to my room and being like, I feel like a demonic presence. And I literally remember a taunting, like, ha, ha, ha. You're not making this promise. You're not doing this. You're not going to make this decision at the end of the month. Because our church was having a corporate ceremony where we would get a wow. ring, and it was our commitment ring. Okay. And so my mom thought I was dumb. And so for a whole month, the enemy used my mom to discourage me, wow. to make fun of me, to mock me, and to get me to say no, mm-hmm. basically. But through God, through prayer, through fasting, through crying, yes. 
the Lord sustained me. And then my mom went to the ceremony very reluctantly, mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. Lord talked to her. Yes. The preacher said, I don't know, but today I want to talk to the parents. Come on. You should be so proud of your daughters and sons who are making this choice. Right. Do you know they're changing their trajectory of life by right. this decision? And even if they fail, yes. don't say, I told you you were going to fail. Mm -hmm. You pick them back up again. And my mom got so touched, and from that point, she had to put the ring on me. Aww. And I literally saw a miracle, y'all. Her veil came off her eyes, and she said, I don't even know what I was saying to you. I don't, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, ah, why were you saying that thing to me? You know, like we were both crying. Right. So it was, very, it was spiritual warfare. Because my calling Come was on. attached to that decision. Yes, it is. And I will say this. When you're about to make a decision that is going to impact your destiny, the enemy will use the closest people yes. to dissuade you. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That so you have to pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Even Jesus had to tell his disciples, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. Because what you're saying is not the will of the Lord. So that happened at 16. And that's deep. It is. I was like, well, I had to pause it for a second. <laughs> I'm trying to take it all in. Okay. okay. Like, all, right. Just, all right. Let me catch up. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So now I'm 17. Now I'm like feeling this thing about not dating. And I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, I, I'm making purity commitments, but we ain't, we, we ain't going to get in my dating life. Come on. Because, you know, I got this cute boyfriend. He like 6'5", you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got a Corvette. Like, for real. This Corvette. is a real story. It's a real story. He had a Corvette. He had a Corvette. Hello. <laughs> and so I'm like, he's taking me to prom. I'm going to look cute. And I'm in prayer with my Bible. And the Lord's like, oh, what's the purpose of this relationship? I said, they don't got to be a purpose, Jesus. It's just, you know, it's just, we just missed it right now. That's it. It's just missed it right now. You know, like, we'll worry about, you know, we'll worry about Mr. Right when I'm 30. Okay, right. Mr. Right now. Mr. Right now. <laughs> so the Lord, he was like, no Mr. Right nows. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and so it was another surrender. And I tell this to people, you don't grow by how long you've been in Jesus. Okay. You grow by your surrender. You grow by your surrender. All right, we're going to have to write that down. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag. And so you have to keep surrendering. And so the Lord said, surrender. And so I did. I was single on purpose in my senior year of high school. And then the enemy, he's tricky. Yeah. And so you have to be clever to know his tricks. He then uses this handsome 23-year-old security guard mm -hmm. who worked at my school, who we would have conversations about Jesus. But then it turned into, you look really pretty today. So I like your hair. Yeah. yeah. I like oh, your hair. Geez. And I'd be like, <laughs> And I knew, <laughs> yeah. this ain't right. Right. He, this dude's 23, but he's fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, and he married. I forgot to say that, too. <laughs> that was another big detail. Dang. Okay. Y'all yeah. got it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then I'm like, no, we're not doing nothing. We're just talking. Mm -hmm. But see, that's how Eve felt. She was talking to the serpent. See? Right. Okay. And so having these conversations and one thing leads to another and then he says you know it would be awesome if we went out one day mm. and i finally the sin alarms went off and eh, evacuate adultery adult. i was like no no i went home i read proverbs 4 5 6 and 7 about the adulterous woman i was like i'm gonna be her i will not i'm not gonna be her, be her. <laughs> and then it was like she you will be disgraced in front of the assembly. 
Oh. And I was like, nah, no, that's not my future. That's not my future. Now, mind you, adultery has been something in my family lineage. Okay. And I knew, oh, this is a generational sin okay. trying to come at me. Because mm. it felt very strong. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like, oh, just tell them no. And then it felt, the temptation felt so strong. So I went back the next day. I said, hey, I can't do this. This little conversation we're having. And he's like, oh, nothing's happening right now. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Trying to make a denial. Mm-hmm. But then when I was like, yeah, no, I know what's happening here. He whispers, you know how many girls I could get in this school? Oh, that is not nice. That's, that's <laughs> well, not nice. I said, well, not this one. And so fast forward, praise the Lord, I stay away from him. It's my senior year. I'm about to graduate. He comes up to me and he says, can I talk to you? And I had been avoiding him. And I said, what? He said, listen, I just want to affirm you that you made the right decision. Mm. And I said, okay, I know. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, no. Like, when I was trying to talk to you, um, my wife was pregnant with our second child. And I just felt like you should know that. And I know that makes me look worse, but I feel like you should know that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so he was being ratchet because mm-hmm. his wife's pregnant at home. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, so mature. He likes me at 17. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He'll like you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I was like, Okay, right? Fast forward. Now I'm at Moody Bible Institute. So now I'm a college girl in ministry. I'm like, hi. And I'm single. And there's all these men's of God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on one campus. (laughs) Just a sea of men's. And they're all potential. Like, they all have God. They all are Christian. They just, like... Oh. So I'm like, oh, he's in youth ministry. Ooh, oh, yes, I could do youth ministry. Oh, he's a musician. Okay, he could play the keys while I preach. I mean, I'm just seeing my future with every yes. dude. Literally, I was dating them in my head. Yes. And then when I would see them with a girl, I'm like, I'm breaking up with them. Man, I'm breaking up with breaking them. Up. <laughs> I'm not with them now. So I was still, had a mindset of boy craziness. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, didn't know it then, but the Lord wanted to get that. Okay. He wants our devotion. And, and I wasn't fully devoted, even in my mindset. I was okay. dating everybody in my mindset. Yes. Mm. yes. So, sophomore year, meet this amazing man of God who pursues me, and I feel hold. I feel not time. And I want to say this. The right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. Okay. Say that The again. right thing wow. at the wrong time is the wrong it's thing. It's the wrong thing. You'll end up with Ishmael and not Isaac. Hey. Okay, study Sarah and Isaac and Abraham. <laughs> okay. Salud el mundo. And because I was impatient, yeah. I started dating him, even though I knew it wasn't time. Mm-hmm. And that was my bad. Okay. That was my sin. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a great guy. But you could have a great guy, great godly guy, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean it's God's guy for you. Yeah. And uh, our callings were off. The world would say, are you sexually compatible? The God says, are you spiritually compatible? Okay. Mm. You have to be able to work together. Your calling, your spiritual gifts, the way you love God. It doesn't mean you have to be the same. Yes. It just has to complement each other. It has to complement each other. Yeah. He was very cognitive on God, very mind, and I was very heart mm. about God. To the point, though, that when I would say, the Lord spoke to me, he would say, oh, no, no, God doesn't speak unless it's his word. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, God speaks through his word, but he speaks by the spirit. No, no, he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I started to get crushed. And then God's using me to preach and speak. 
and he wasn't comfortable with that. Then we go on a mission trip, and I get asked to do a Bible study with the elders of a church. Mm. He is just upset about that. Mm. And he's like, you don't have any authority to speak, and there's going to be men in the room. Wow. Hashtag bare female. I was like, what? It was all new to me. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm just going to share my testimony in the word. He's like, that's exercising authority. I'm like, I'm not being a pastor. Like, I'm not even pastoring. I'm just, I'm reading the word, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we were disagreeing scripturally on that. Mm -hmm. And so, but I loved him Mm -hmm. so much. And I didn't think I could get better than this. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, you know what? This is what the Lord is giving me. So I'm going to settle. Mm. and um, was with him for six months. I had anxiety attacks. I had lost weight to a point I was like a size six. I was like shrinking. And praise God for a praying father, because he didn't know what was going on, but he knew something was going Mm. on. Yeah. Thank God for him. And one day, I was fasting and praying, God, should I break up with this guy? I love him, but I'm falling apart. Mm. And I don't even know my purpose anymore. I remember Mm. feeling like, I don't want to live. And that was a bad feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a bad feeling. And so when you're with the right person, you don't feel like that. Amen? Okay. Amen. He gives you life, not wanting to die. Right. And so my dad calls me and he says, hey, I'm praying for you. And you don't even need to answer these questions out loud. But I have three questions for you. When you're with him, are you at your best? Mm-hmm. I'm on the phone. Like, <laughs> yes. No. When you're with him... Do you feel like you are the melody la luz God created you to be? Mm. Wow. I'm like, I don't know who I am anymore. Right. And when you're with him, do you both mm. bring the best out of each other? Mm-hmm. Do you or do you intimidate each other? Wow. And I'm like, we intimidate each other. Again, I'm not saying anything. My dad says, I love you, mama. Praying for you. And hangs Aww. up. I hang up. Right. <laughs> 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 the waterfall. Fasted that whole day. Next day, I wake up profusely vomiting. Yes. Vomiting. Vomiting. I'm like, what is going on to my body? And the Lord says, you are sick with anxiety. You need to walk in obedience and break up now. I could hear him again. And what started to happen was in this relationship, I was crushing the voice of God to the point that I couldn't hear him. Mm -hmm. And when I fasted, I could hear him again. And he said, you need to break up with him now. Like it was an authoritative papa, like daddy's talking mm. right now. So I go to the clinic at our school just to make sure I didn't get a like stomach bug. You know, because you just don't know. Like <laughs> what it just, make sure. just make sure. <laughs> just, yeah, like, you know, important. like maybe it was just my, the food <laughs> I didn't eat. Right, right. The food that you didn't eat. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the doctor says, okay, Melody, I'm sorry, but this is your third time here. And you have anxiety, and I'm giving you anxiety pills. Mm. Oh. I was like, I'm not taking those. He's like, Melody, this is your... I said, doctor, I don't need an anxiety pill. I need an obedience pill. I know what I need to do. Ooh. Okay. She said obedience pill. Obedient, obedience pill. Yes. Because sometimes your body literally is communicating. Yeah, we're not okay. Your spirit is not okay. You're not doing right right now. And yes. so as soon as I broke up with him, I will tell you guys, I was healed. Mm. I broke up with him and this heaviness oh, lifted off of me. Right. My heart was in pain, but I had a painful peace. Mm. It was just like... It's the lifting of this oppression. Yes. Yes. You're delivered. Delivered. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Literally. Awesome. Next day he's like, you look fine. 
And he's all crushed. I'm like, sorry, boo. I'm feeling really good right now. <laughs> I can sing clearly now. The rain is gone. Like, I was like, I had new glasses on. <laughs> my room was a mess. Okay. My health was a mess. Mm. My grades were a mess. I had clarity of thought. I said, what? Did, what? This is not me. Oh, this is you. not me. The enemy was out to get me through mm. a godly man. So broke up with him. Now it's May. I remember it being around Easter, maybe April. I had my own Gethsemane, and the Lord says, "I want you to be single." And I'm like, "Oh, let's pray again, Father." Let's <laughs> not just again. I'm Jesus, sorry. Whatever think, your will you is, it. Father, I want you to be single. <laughs> let's pray again, Father. There's a signal. There's a mixed signal. I think they're static. <laughs> there's a signal. There's a, Can you hear me now? Can you say me now? it again, Lord. I want you to be single for seven years. Okay. Oh, praise God. Now, I don't say this lightly. Please, y'all hear me. People start hearing me. They're like, I think the Lord told me seven. No, do not do what I did. You do what God tells you to do. Come on, he that's told important. me seven. Yes. yes. This that's is not important. a formula. Thank okay? you. Mm. Thank you. Just because Moses, you know, people talk to a burning bush, don't be lighting fires. All right. Okay? Come on. That's good. Okay? That's good. Okay? Yeah. He told me, give me seven. Mm. I spoke to Three spiritual leaders, they all confirm, Melody, God's doing something special with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want this special thing. What is this? Yeah. Obey them. <clears throat> I did it, and it was rough. Mm. But in those seven years, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I mean, like in the pit. You know what I'm saying? I'm I in the know. pit like Joseph. Like, Lord, what you doing? And do you remember me? Don't forget about me. But the Lord was building my character mm-hmm. in those seven years. Yes. Oh, my goodness. He was building my character. And so, so much happened in that seven years, but... A catalyst to like some big things was I was 24 years old and I'm crying on my dad's couch and he said why are you crying I said all the good men are running out dad (laughs) (laughs) every friend is getting married except me I'm just the bridesmaid and I'm not the bride and I'm 24 and my eggs are gonna die like I'm like (laughs) I'm not gonna be pregnant I can't have kids all these lies (laughs) <laughs> and we're Latina, you know what I'm saying? So your aunt's like, mira, pero a donde está tu esposo? Are you okay? Something wrong with your mama? You need help? Yes. Yes. My mom's yeah. like, um, so are we going to put like an article in the paper? Like, you need a man, girl. I'm like, mom. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was rough. Thank you. So I'm 24 crying. <laughs> My dad walks out with this huge, white, huge, wide newspaper. Ah, sorry. Huge, wide world map. Okay. Mm. World map. I mean, you can't even see my dad. I'm like, what do you think? He's like, you don't think God has a man for you in this big old world? And I'm looking at this world map like, China? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know where Spain, you know? Yes. He's like, God has a man for you, Melody. So what I want you to do is you're going to combat your fear with faith. Okay. And I want you to get a prayer journal, and you're going to start praying for your future husband. Mm-hmm. And you're going to start writing letters for your husband. And every time you see a cute card at Walgreens, you get it. Mm. You're like, oh, I wish I had a baby. Get it. And put it in the journal. And when it's time, when you're getting married, okay. you're going to give your husband that journal. Not when you're dating and you think it's your husband. Right. Insert. When, when you're at the that. altar saying, I do. <laughs> and it's done. That guy. That, that one. That one went after your white dress. <laughs> And you're in front of your family, and it's the actual ceremony, not in your head. Mm-hmm. <sighs> not the yeah. kind of in your head. Yes, and not the wedding you had in your head. Right. And so, or on your Pinterest board. Yes. <laughs> so I did that. 
And I did that for four years. I prayed for my future husband. Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, 2006, I meet my husband on a mission trip in Uganda, Africa. And I had been single for six years, and he had been serving the Lord for six years. Mm. Mm. And he says, hey, can I get your number? I'd love to get to know you better. I will say this. I liked him, but I wasn't attracted to him at first. And I remember saying, I hope I don't have that story. (laughs) (laughs) But I would hear people say that. I'm like, that is not my story. I waited seven years. And so I had so much entitlement the Lord was getting rid of. And so uh, I remember, it's a funny story, but I was liking him. We were vibing on this mission trip. But then I didn't like how he looked exactly. Like, I'm like, he's cute, but he's going to, like, knock me off my horse, you know? Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> he's not giving me the feeling like I have to poop. You know what I mean? Like, where you're like, oh, my God, he's so fun. You know what I mean? I'm not, like, dying, you know? Uh-huh. And so, literally, the end of the trip, you got to be careful with the enemy. Okay. There's this fine Brazilian Lebanese man at this restaurant. And I'm like, yes, Lord, yes. Thank you for giving me a vision of what could be and should be. I literally take a picture of myself, but it's of him. Okay, okay. Uh Okay. (laughs) Zooming it in. Just zooming it and cropping it. So later that day, so he's with all of us, and he grabs my camera. And he's yeah. like, oh, did you get good pictures today? And he sees the picture of a zoomed-in Brazilian dude. And he's like, if you took a Father picture of that guy at the restaurant? I was like, now i got to defend myself, right? I'm like, right. yeah, he was fine. Ooh, okay. He's like, oh, cool. He's like, oh, I look so dumb. I look so gay because I was. And so I get back to Chicago. And my father, who's very prophetic, says, Melody, I was praying for you, and I really feel like your husband's coming soon. And I'm like, I received that, Dad. I feel like he's Brazilian. I feel like he's Brazilian, Dad. And he's like, hmm, no, that's not what I got. But what I got from the Lord was take the Kodak of what you think your husband should look like out of your mind because you might miss what God has for you. The Kodak, like the picture. Like the Kodak. Like the picture. Okay. I was like this. Like a picture? Like the one I took? Take the Kodak out of your mind. Wow. So that started my openness to my husband's CD. And he called me, and I love it because my husband called me a couple times and said, Hey, I just want to share my intentions with you. Who says that? Right. Hello, a man with intentions? Come on. And it was beautiful. And he said, hey, I know you have a year left of your vow. And so I just want to get to know you. And let's just see where this goes. Because I don't know. I feel like we'd be a great team. Mind you, I had written team like four times in my prayer journal. Right. But the Lord taught me, don't shut it up. Don't say nothing. Yes. These girls be saying too much. Too much. much. Stop. Like they post it. Yeah, like my husband's gonna be this, this, yeah. this, and this, yeah. and then all of a sudden you got like seven of these seven guys that are guys. this, 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 and this. <laughs> and yes, no, yeah, no. We try to help, but we try to help God. We try we to, help, to help Him. Let's right, right, right. So I started to see things that I had always prayed for, and I'm big on confirmation. And I was like, Lord, this dude's coming from a divorce home. I'm coming from a divorce home. I need the confirmations. And um, one of the big ones was I was in Washington D.C. and the Lord says. You're going to be doing marriage ministry one day. You're going to be speaking on purity. And I'm like, what? 
who's my man, Lord? Mm -hmm. And I remember him saying, I will send you a Joseph. Like Mary and Joseph, Joseph knew he was called to her. I will send you a Joseph. And I will send you a man who will father visions that are not his. The way Joseph fathered a child that wasn't his. I mean, it was deep. I'm writing it down like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That really is. It was deep. CD calls me that night and says, man, I was watching the movie about Mary and Joseph. Oh, wow. The nativity story. I said, oh, that, oh, really? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, man, the Lord spoke to me about you. And I'm not trying to weird you out, Melody, but you need to finish this vow that you have. And I want to make sure you do. And I just want you to know that. I don't know. I feel like the Lord wants me to be like a Joseph to you. I want to throw the phone. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I couldn't. And I went. <laughs> You've confirmed some things for me. I got to go. <laughs> and then I go text my best friend. Yes. Another God moment with CD. And I sent it to him by accident. <gasps> you sent it to him? Yes. Wow. Okay. This and I'm like, story. Oh that's goodness. the tea. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the tea. Um, that was for my best friend. Good night. Oh, God. I'm like a loser. He doesn't say anything okay. like a gentleman. Two days later, because we would only talk three days a week. He yeah. says, hey, so how many God moments have we had? I'm like, we're not talking about that right now. Okay. So things like that happened. Sure. And so fast forward, in uh, June, my vow ended. The Lord allowed for his job to be sent to my job to check out my job. So he got paid to fly out to Chicago. That was another God story. And he says, Melody, I talked to your father. I talked to your dad. Uh, I talked to your dad. I talked to your pastor. And I got their blessing to pursue you. I'm like, what? What are you having all these meetings? I don't know you're having meetings. And I said, well, what'd they say? He said, they said that they bless it, but they think I should move out here. And we shouldn't date until I move out here. I did not like that. I did not like that. But he said, why not follow counsel? Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother story that I really believe you need to allow people to speak into your life. And I'm glad we followed that counsel. Mm -hmm. It took about six more months, y'all for him to find a job and an apartment but he moved he didn't live in my mom's basement praise god he moved mm-hmm. to chicago from cold hot tucson to cold chicago we dated for seven months we were engaged for four and he said melody because i have a past i don't want to kiss you until our wedding day i was like well, but what about when we get engaged though you know what i'm saying he's like no i'm trying to be holy and if i kiss you <laughs> It's not going to happen. And so it was like, I don't want to start the car when we can't drive. And that was something the Lord told them to do. And I was like, okay, I respect you. I honor that. So our first kiss was on our wedding day. Wow. And it was absolutely beautiful. Wow. And when we said I do, you know what that means? I do you, you do me. We don't do nobody else. Amen. And we did. And we we still do. Okay. And so (laughs) we got married and my husband goes to get the newspaper and a coffee the next day on our honeymoon. And he's like, babe, we're on the front cover of the Chicago Sun-Times. So someone got a hold of our story and then it ends up going viral. It starts going like literally all over the world. Greece, Israel. And we're like, what's happening? Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment my husband said, the Lord is about to take our story all over the world. And God's on this. 
sorry when it's long, but that's my story. <laughs> that is that's a very, great. very, very important story because yes. you, you, the details of it is what makes the beauty mm-hmm. of the story. So we knew that inviting you to be a guest here on this uh, particular topic is because dating and marriage yes. and singleness and love and all the fun stuff that comes yes. in between can get really tricky yeah. and it can get really, you know, um, you know, last the last podcast we talked about seasons feelings and, and it happens. We get yeah. through it, we go through the motions of what things should be or ought to be or what we in our think mind it should be. Think it should <laughs> yes. be. And so then then and then there's real life. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like there's a scrolling and then yeah. there's real life. Yes. And so the real life is where we would want to really like ask those really tough questions and, and things that are it sounds wonderful, it's beautiful, it's fantastic, it's great. I mean like and that's another thing too. Yeah. Being honest with our emotions, saying it was not all no. honky dory yeah. and happy go lucky, right. and <laughs> no, you know, some of us have this wonderful story, others don't have that right. wonderful story, right. and so then there's the cleanup that we yes. have to do with our heart space, with our mind space, and things that we get, you know, um, exposed to. We're yeah. living in an age where everything. the exposure, yes. yeah, we have yes. everything at the tip of our fingers, so. Let's just start off by asking some like questions, okay. like in in the area that we're at now. Yeah. <clears throat> in the in the um, the times that we're living now. Mm. I have one. Yes. Mm. Okay, so I'm out here. <laughs> we out here. I am single. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have a question. So as a single person, are we supposed to be out here like dating and going out there per- looking for the one? Or are we supposed to be waiting on the Lord? <laughs> like, right, that's the a hot question. question. What yes. are we supposed to be doing right yes. now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're waiting, and someone told me this, and it's so good. I picture a towel over your arm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on mm. the Lord. Okay? Oh, like a waiter. Like a waiter. Okay. Serving. As I'm, I'm serving. I'm serving. I'm serving the Lord. Mm. And it's not like, I'm serving the Lord till my man comes. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a mindset of... I am complete and whole as a single. Mm. You are complete and whole as a single. Your husband will not complete you, okay? True. The Lord That's completes good. you. Mm-hmm. Your husband will compliment you, but he's not going to complete you. The Lord completes you. True. And so I'm waiting on him. I am preparing myself for all the things God has for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pursue your education. Take care of your health. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, take care of your finances. Don't wait for a man to fix your finances because he mm-hmm. might bring some debt. On, you know, um, you have your finances in order. So while you wait, take care of yourself. Do you go looking? I say, you know, I'm I'm not the type that's like, dating online is of the devil. Or, <laughs> you know, but I don't encourage slipping into people's DMs. I don't encourage you to pursue a man. Mm-hmm. I, I do encourage the man to pursue you. Okay. And Absolutely. so uh, if you are, let's say, on a dating app, do that very prayerfully and carefully and within community. Um, a lot of my friends allow the man to pursue them. Okay. They're not like swiping like, I will with No. Mm-hmm. Let the man pursue you mm-hmm. and even get to know you. Now, you need to be available, though. Like, some girls are like, it's that me and Jesus. It's that me. Right, well, right, then right. it's just going to be you and Jesus. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. But you want to be married, so you need to smile. So decide. <laughs> smile at the man. Wash your hair. Wash your hair. Like, brush your teeth. Says, yes. I love her. Floss your teeth. Come on. And fit, put some perfume on, please. Um, so you still have to be available. 
Now, some girls are like, man, ain't nobody calling me, nobody looking for me, you know. And I get that. That is hard. And I, I had some seasons where some were pursuing and some weren't. I remember that season, too. Um, I do feel like wait on the Lord, pursue Him, pursue your dreams. Um, and you need to know what you want. Mm-hmm. So this is a good season to figure out who you are, how you're wired. Um, because if you don't know who you are, a man could come and tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need, so to know who you, are. you need to know who you are. You need to be around community. And another thing I would say, uh, like, what do I do during this time? Second Timothy is powerful. Second Timothy uh, chapter 2 says, In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions, and the cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure... You will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work. Mm. And I will say that in your singleness, you want him to use you for every good work. Mm -hmm. And in marriage, you want him to use you for every good work. So you need to keep yourself pure. And so purity is something you should pursue while you're waiting as well. Um, But another thing you should pursue is running. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Help us, Lord. Instead, pursue righteous, not ratchet living, righteous living, faithfulness, love, peace. And I love this. Enjoy the companionship, meaning enjoy friends, of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. You need good friends in your season of singleness and waiting. Mm. Because if you're around ratchet people, <laughs> you're going to act ratchet. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good question. And thank you for that, Jay. And that was yeah. a really good response. Yeah. I, that, that whole analogy of waiting as like a waiter. A waiter. You're not twiddling your thumbs. You're not. You're, you're out there. And, doing and you things. know who you are. Yes. So a man doesn't complete you or a woman doesn't complete you. They compliment you. Yeah. 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 So that is, that's very There's important. obviously things in my marriage that my husband completes. We're better together. Yes. But I wasn't like, oh, now. I found Now myself. I'm fulfilled <laughs> in my whole life. Like, no, I was fulfilled in Christ serving him mm-hmm. doing the work of God some women were like you need to tone it down Melody so that when your man comes he's not intimidated by you I've heard that that's a lie that is a lie my husband was like man this girl's a preacher she love God she out here in Africa he was admiring my yes, call yes, yes, mm. yes the Lord's telling him you're gonna father visions that are not yours wow mm-hmm. and he does that he does so you know ah I just, I've seen women settle. Mm. I've seen women drop their calling for men. Mm. They drop what God has put in their heart because of this dude in her life. And I just, you don't have to do that. Mm. You really don't. You don't have to do that. You really don't. Another one would be from my single friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm, mm. Um, We want to know what's up with the lack of commitment with men and women. Like, not wanting to commit to a relationship or talking to multiple people at one time. Yes. You like, know, what are your thoughts on that? I know. That's, like, a new thing. Yes, it is. You know, I come from, I'm, like, uh, I think a zenial, I think I'm called. I don't know what that's called. Where I'm not, like, millennial, but I'm in the middle or whatever. Yeah. Where I had, like, mm-hmm. no Instagram, no internet to having internet. Yes. Mm-hmm. The problem with your generation is you have so many options. Yes. At you. And a new 
iPhone every season, right? Mm-hmm. That the commitment level is challenging mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, but there's something else. Yes. Oh, but there's something better. Yes. Oh, but what if there's something more? Mm-hmm. And so there's a... What if I'm settling? Yes. Because... You don't know when the next one's going to drop. Yeah, this one got an update. This one got an update. This one got a, You know what I'm saying? So you have to be so careful that this generation, you guys have to really work hard at staying at the job you're at. Mm. Staying at the church you're at. You know, there's so many churches, and we treat churches like buffets. Like, mm, I like this. I like their music. I like this. I'm going to go to this church. Mm, I don't like the word. They're a little off right now. Now I'm going to go to this church. Where is your commitment? Yeah. Mm. Where is it just and stay planted? Is, right. Where is the catering to you? Yes. Yes. Like when it's what it's what I want. What yeah. I want. Yeah. So, unfortunately, with that and then pornography, people mm. are like, tell it, just feeding what's not real. What's not real? That when it's something real in front of them, they can't even see it, and they can't mm. tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's a problem. Is there's a lack of commitment because there's just so many options. So. That doesn't mean that they're not out there. Yeah. You just have to work a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And you have to really get to know this dude, excuse me, before you um hmm, For move me, forward. like I've heard it I've heard this as the issue, but I also kind of agree. Like, do you think it's also like a discipleship type of thing? Like the way we're teaching our men and women how to go about the process of looking for the one. For sure. It's discipleship, how you're parented, the people speaking into your life. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's why I said have the companions of people who call Mm. on the Lord from a pure heart. Because if your girl's like, girl, you need to get out there, girl. You need to get out there. Lord, you sure, girl? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, what kind of fish you going to catch with that bait, right? That's good. You have to, like, know what you're getting, what kind of podcasts and YouTube's and re- reality TV shows you're listening to mm-hmm. because and, that's feeding you and the fo- the accounts you're following and all the accounts True. you're following. Yeah. yeah, there's times where you have to go. Yeah, what she's speaking on, I exactly. love her as an actress, but I can't agree with that. I can't mm-hmm. agree with it. Jesus is not cool with what she's saying. Right. And so that's another thing, like who you're listening to. Definitely, my dad was saying. Wait, I remember there was this guy I really liked in my <laughs> seven year vow, and he was about to go away to school, and I'm like, Dad. I'm going to write him a letter and tell him, like, what is going on with us. <laughs> but I'm like, not looking at my dad, right? He's like, you're going to ask him to define the relationship? Is that what you're asking? I'm like, yeah, because, like, he calls me, but, like, he doesn't tell me, like, does he like me? He's like, he don't like you. Mm. I'm like, dad, he likes me. He invites me to all the events, all of them. I have a YouTube on this, so you yes. can look it up, LonelyGirl.com. And I'm like... <laughs> He likes him in that. And he's like, he don't like you. If he liked it, he would have told you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Dad, I have to ask him. He said, so you put, you're going to put your heart on the table. Okay. And be like, do you like me? And if he's like, no. You're going to have to pick up your broken heart and put it back. I'm like, well, then at least I know. Right. He's like, no, but Mama, don't do that. Mm. Let him pursue you. Mama, if a man likes you, he'll move across the country for you. Okay. I see. What's another confirmation here. here. I see. What's and I was like, eh. and I remember another guy I liked, and I'm like, I think he likes me. He like he don't like you. He don't like you. <laughs> I'm like, my dad was on that. He don't like you. <laughs> he don't like. He is not that into you. There's a movie about yes, that. Yes, he, yes. he don't like you. <laughs> don't so like when you. CD's like, hi, I just want to let you know my intentions. 
I was like, it's really, like, it's really that simple? Like, it really is. Mm-hmm. Like, he really, he will let you know. He will let you know. Now, f- granted, there are some men who are shy, and you may need to be like, hey, we should get coffee sometime. And then he'll initiate, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> the struggle. Yeah. The struggle. Yes. <laughs> Love be like. Love be like. Ratchet. <laughs> um, another uh, question we got is, um, do you think... It's harder to date slash live pure in this time and age and day. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every age people are like, it's harder now. It's harder. It's harder. With all the Tinder and pornography and all that stuff now. There is... You know, back in the day, you had to go to Blockbuster or the adult film, film store. Right? That's just like aged, right? Right. Then it was like magazine, and and now it's just a it's a it's click right away. It's a click. It's a click away, right? Yeah. Uh, or sometimes not a click. It's a pop up in your face, and you got to yes. X out, right? So it is harder in the sense that there are a lot of options. It is harder in the sense that there's so much coming at you, but peer pressure is what you make it. If you're around people who are pressuring you, you're going to feel pressure. Mm-hmm. If you're not around that, you're not going to feel pressure. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it has to do from run from youthful lust. So if I look up a movie and I see it's all full of naked, lustful stuff, I'm not going to watch that. Right. I'm not going to watch this erotica book, even yes. though everybody's watching Fifty Shades of Grey, right? And I'm like, mm, I can't watch that. Mm-hmm. I can't stir that up because I can't feed that. And it's not good for me. Right. So I I purposefully would stay away from things, stay away from movies, stay away from certain music, right? I can't be listening to certain. I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm vibing in a different way. <laughs> it feels. I'm vibing in a different way, right? Yeah. Are you ready for love? In the, in yeah. the I was like, oh. hold on. And girls will be like, no, girl, dance in front of the mirror and be sexy in your singleness. What? Yeah. To do what? Pocket. To entertain myself? <laughs> no. no. I'm not <laughs> going to start. My dad used to say, don't wake up the giant. Don't do it. Because when you wake up that sexual giant, it's hard to put him mm-hmm. to sleep. And I will give hope to the girl or man who has woke up the giant. You have to run even more from youthful lust. Mm, and yeah. that was what my husband did. He was celibate for seven years by the time we got married. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. yes. And so, you know, is it possible to wait? Yes. Yes. He married a virgin. Yes. And he was a pure man of God. Because mm-hmm. why? Because God made him pure. That's good. It's and good that we highlight purity. that. Yeah, it's good that we highlight because you have your story. You're a virgin. Yes. Your husband made the choice to be celibate. Yes. So there he is. wild out in college. Yes, there's two sides. Yes. And it's important that we highlight that yes. because then, then we get There hope. are the two spectrums. There, there are, are the two spectrums. So you he are. He can the, keep you. Yes. And he can restore you. Ooh. Yes. That's good. And when you are married, he keeps keeping you. Yes, he does. Because you can dip out on your marriage. You can still uh, look at pornography and within your marriage. You're not going to all of a sudden walk in purity. And <laughs> like once you say I do, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I'm not a pimp no more. I got married. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Those pimp habits got to be broken. Come on. Yes. So even in our marriage, we'll be like, uh, we're not going to watch this movie. Mm. Uh, you know, this. this is stirring up bad things yes this is about adultery i don't want to watch this you know what i'm saying so we even 
filter what we watch as a married couple. We filter things we listen to, read. We, we are still careful even within our marriage because awesome. we still have purity onto God. Yes. Not just onto each other. Mm. So I think that that's important too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I like how it covers like the single side, but also the marriage side. Like it doesn't stop there. It keeps going. It doesn't. Our obedience to God doesn't stop. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. And that's why I don't really like saying being pure until marriage. That no. Because everyone thinks it's like a pill. No, like, no, no. Once you're married, it's you're abstaining until marriage. Mm-hmm. Your purity is throughout your life. Let's go. That's good. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a widow, yes. you're single, you're yeah. married, yeah. You're, you pursue purity unto the Lord. That's important. Wow. Yes. That's important. There, there, there isn't conditions. No. Purity is what purity is. Yes. And it goes with you. Yes. And it's a commitment and it's a promise. Yes. And it's something that you hold on to. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to guard it. You pursue you pure pers- in heart. You pursue that when heart When you purity. have a call on your life, it don't matter if you're married. No, it doesn't. It don't matter if you're single. It don't matter if you're widowed. The call is irrevocable, which means you're a threat. Yes. You're going to be a threat for the enemy in any spectrum in life. Yes. So what we do with guarding our purity, like you're saying, pure thoughts. Yes. Pure pure motives. Pure motives. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Pure motives are big. It's it it really is. We have to really check in in our heart in our heart space and be like, where am I at? What am I feeling right now? Yes. Am I feeling jealousy? Yes. Am I feeling yes. bitter? Yes. Wow. Am I feeling covetousness? Yes. Because like, then we, we want what everybody else got. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so those are everyday choices that we have to make, yep. not just before marriage. No. Not just in pursuit of marriage, no. not just in our wailing and woe is me, <laughs> when is it going to be my turn? Or it being in situations where you're like, ah, yeah. Lord, you know, yes. decisions that we make in life, you know, as young people, yep. in, young? in young, young adults, season in the <laughs> middle, you know, see now, whatever, yes. we all got to yes. make choices yes. and we all have to choose. So we're particularly, again, thankful to you. Yes. Thankful for yes. your Thank ministry. You for Thank yes. you for your story. Thank, Thank you, you for, for your availability. Me. Yes. So tell us, where can we find you? Where can we learn more about you? Plug in Warrior Princess, which is a, a baby of mine, too. Yes. I have, I have worked really alongside with, with Melody. And so just our heart's desire to really, and I need to plug this in because it's a big, big yes. strong part of yes. my heart, too. <laughs> Is Warrior Princess committed? If y'all know me, y'all know that my children are my mission. So, mm-hmm. um, so this ministry particularly really does have the anointing Amen. and equipping, and even like restoring yes. relationships between yeah. mothers and daughters. Mm-hmm. That is our primary, but really, it's it's the female. Yes. Like we're moving the female because yes. sometimes grandma comes yes. with the baby, or sometimes the comes. It's multi generational. Yes. It's multi generational, and really, truly, we're just here out to empower women, yeah. um, girls in particular, girls and women, all of us, in, women in particular. Yes. So. So that's a plug-in, yes. Warrior Princess. You can follow us at yeah. warriorprincessgirls.com. Wait. Yes. Yep. yep. Warriorprincessgirls.com and okay. Warrior Prin- at Warrior Princess Girls. At Warrior yeah. Princess mm-hmm. Girls. But tell us, where else can we find you? Yes. And what do you have coming up so that we can look forward to? Mm. Well, you can find me at cdandmelody.com. Okay. 
uh, cdmelody.com and then at Melody Fabian on Instagram and you'll mm. find all my handles on there. Wonderful. Um, you know, something you could be praying about is I am writing a book. Yes. And yeah. so pray for a publisher. I'm praying for the right steps for that. Um, and then um, I have some street lights. Uh, yeah. Wow. Things I recorded of the Book of Psalms, so mm-hmm. you'll be hearing some of that coming street up. Street lights, street lights oh. is a Bible app. Bible app, amazing the things. Those, those gentlemen, I love yes. them. I love what they're you doing. You can literally there. listen to the scripture over hip hop beats, and yes. so we wow. just did a few recordings for that. And, so if you need a um, distraction, y'all, young people or old people <laughs> that trying to struggle, that love be like, you should download the that app lights. and love be like. <laughs> You know that you love Jesus yes. and you hear the word, get the word in your head. Yeah. Okay, yes. and you can listen to Melody, one of one of Melody's variety of personalities yes. on Streetlights app. Okay, yes, that's coming up the end of February. Uh, we're speaking at a marriage conference in Cincinnati, a weekend to remember, mm-hmm. and then um, we have another one in Houston in June. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of what's happening right now. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's so again, we, you can follow her on Instagram. You'll see most of what she does at Melody Fabian and also her website. She said cdandmelodyfabian.com. Just cdandmelody.com. Oh, what she said. <laughs> and, um, again, thank you. Yes. So Melody, would you close us off in prayer today? Yes. Thank yes. you. Father, we thank you so much for this time. I thank you for Amago Day and everything that you're doing with this podcast. I pray that you continue to use these two to be a great influence to people who are listening for your glory, God. And I just pray, Lord, that you would help us in relationships, whether single or married or widow, wherever our situation is. I pray that we would know that um, where we put a comma, um, where we put a period, you put a comma, mm-hmm. Father God. Where we think it's over, you're like, it's not over. Yes. And so I thank you, Father God, that you restore, that you keep us, that you purify us, yes. that our purity doesn't come by our actions and what we do, but it comes from what you're doing in us, Father God. And our actions is just a reflection of what you're doing in us, Father. So I just pray, Lord, that you would help us to walk in integrity. You will help us to walk with character. You will help us to walk in obedience to your voice. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.